Want to learn how to leverage your marketing to get clients on repeat? Charge a fee that leaves you with money in your pocket even after you've finished paying your bills? And finally, stop working with the clients that you've long outgrown? Liberated Business is a transformational program that combines group and one-on-one work so you get the best results possible. This differs from every other program out there because it helps you make money while supporting your joy and liberation throughout your entrepreneurial journey. Liberated Business starts this June and runs through November, and enrollment is open now. Visit thebadtherapist.coach liberatedbusiness to get all of the details and sign up. DM me on Instagram at thebadtherapist with any questions or to learn more. I cannot wait to get started with you. A huge roadblock for therapists creating their offers is that they think they're not ready yet. They think they need to learn more, be better at it, have more experience, but you may actually lose some of the potency of what you want to create if you wait longer. And here's why. When you're in whatever process you're in right now, you are going to be the most suited to teach and guide people who are only just a few steps behind you. As you become more and more an expert at a certain thing, or maybe more healed, and I'm putting that in air quotes, uh, around a certain topic, the more distance you have from that thing, the more challenging it can be for you to actually communicate with people who are at the beginning of that journey. Hey there, and welcome to The Bad Therapist Show, the podcast for current and aspiring private practice therapists who want to earn more money, work less, and have a way bigger impact. I'm your host, Felicia, The Bad Therapist, former goody-goody therapist turned six-figure private practice owner and therapist business coach. I'm here to help you learn everything you need to know about private practice and expanding beyond the one-to-one model so you can earn more money and increase your impact as a therapist without burning out or hustling. Using my proven liberated business method, therapists at all stages of business have been able to grow their income while becoming even better therapists. And I'm on a mission to help you do the same. It's time for you to get your time back and enjoy being a therapist again. You ready? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to The Bad Therapist Show. I'm your host, Felicia, The Bad Therapist. Today, we're talking about why you need to scale your business, the benefits of scaling beyond the one-to-one therapy model, and why you actually need to get started on scaling right now. This topic is on my mind a lot right now because this October and November, I'll be running my intimate mastermind scalable offers for therapists for the only time this year. Over eight weeks, I'll teach you everything you need to know to create and run your first scalable offer so you can leverage your time more efficiently, have a bigger impact, and make more money. The waitlist opens September 4th and space is limited to just 10 participants. Make sure you're on my email list and following me on Instagram so you can join when the waitlist opens. Let's get into today's topic. So first of all, I want to begin with the limitations of the one-to-one therapy model. Now, I love the one-to-one therapy model. I love that we get to do this intimate work with people, but you may have noticed that there's only so much of that work that you can do, and it's specific to you. Some therapists are going to be able to see 20 or more clients every week. Some of us have much lower capacities for a number of reasons. 
You may be dealing with health issues. You may have young children you're responsible for. You may simply just not want to spend that much time doing one-on-one work. We all have reasons for choosing this, but at the end of the day, there really are only so many one-on-one clients or even couples that you can see every single week. And so at a certain point, you hit your capacity and you may hit your capacity at a moment where you still want to be earning more money. So the thing to do in that moment is to learn how to scale your business. Now, in a traditional therapy model, there are actually a few ways to scale your business. There's group supervision, group therapy, and creating a group practice. But that may not be appealing to you. If you don't want to go that route, there are other options available for you in the form of an ebook, an online course, a retreat, or something like that. There are so many different ways that you can put your skills into practice in a way that will scale, make you money, and have a huge impact. But before I go into that, I want to just give you an example of what this could look like in your therapy practice when you do hit your wall. And I think a lot of times we think, well, if I have high enough fees or I just have enough clients, then surely I'll have enough money to afford all the things that I want. But I want to break it down for you so you can see the limitations of the one-to-one therapy model and why even if you do have higher fees, a very clear cancellation policy, or high attendance, you still could run up against some walls. So let's say that you have a caseload of 15 clients, your session fee is $300 per session, and let's say that you take eight weeks off per year and that's all the time, like, and otherwise your clients are attending weekly. There's literally just no clients for eight weeks out of the total year. Your business would be bringing in $198,000 a year. So that's under 200K of revenue. This is top line revenue. This is not saying anything about how much is getting set aside for taxes or your operation expenses. That's just the total amount of money coming into your business. So again, that's with 15 clients, $300 a session, and I intentionally chose a fee that many listeners might consider to be pretty high just to demonstrate that even with that high fee, even with 15 clients, even with taking no more than eight weeks off per year, even with all of your clients showing up every single week outside of that eight weeks a year and paying for those sessions, you would still be bringing in less than 200K. And you might be listening to this and think, wow, that's tons of money. And in many ways, it totally is. 200K is a lot of money. But again, some of that's going to be taken out for taxes. Some of that is going to go to your business expenses. And let's say that up until this point, you've literally contributed nothing to your retirement. Let's say when it comes to your student loans, you've only ever been making the minimum payments, or maybe it's even been in deferment. Let's say that you're in a place in your life where you would really like to be able to purchase property so you can stop paying rent and build equity, or maybe you want a child. We can see how if you've been running in many ways at a deficit for a long time, like I'm saying, you've been surviving basically in poverty and you haven't been contributing money to um, really create financial security for yourself, we can see how quickly that 200 thousand dollars a year would get used up to kind of fill those gaps that were created by the previous years. And I'm not saying this to scare you or disappoint you or make this feel heavy, but I just want you to understand that there are limitations to this model. There is nothing to stop you from charging increasingly higher fees. You are allowed to do that. This is your therapy practice. 
And I would never come at you and say that you couldn't or should not do that. You know your life better than I do. You know your circumstances. And if that is what you need to do to do right by you, by all means, go for it. But I'm just aware that there's a very good chance that you're listening to this and you're like, yikes, even $300 feels like a stretch. And let's say you're like, okay, fuck it. I'll see 20 clients on my caseload. I'll have a caseload of 20 clients. Felicia's crazy. Like, I mean, 15 isn't even that much. I surely could handle 20. And how about I only take off four weeks a year? And you know what? I'm going to increase my session to $350 per session. Under those circumstances, your business would be bringing in $300,036, which again is a lot of money if we don't put into context some of the other financial goals you might have and the fact that you've probably been running at a deficit for a long time. And maybe you don't want to work under those circumstances. Maybe you don't actually want 20 clients a week. Maybe you don't actually want to be charging $350 a session. Maybe you want to be able to take off more than four weeks a year. So the major limitation with the one-to-one model is that you have to be present for every single person that you provide a service for, and you can only provide that service one person at a time. And so you very quickly hit a maximum in terms of the number of clients that you can serve each week. And this is where scaling your business is so important. And as a therapist, you have so many skills that make you well-suited to create something. And I'm going to be talking about that a little bit later on in this episode and then also in some later episodes. But I just want to frame for you why this is actually so important right now. Now that we've talked about the reasons why you need to scale your business from a sort of risk management perspective or really framing it in the context of the limitations of a traditional therapy business, I want to talk about some of the really uplifting and motivating and exciting reasons why you would actually want to create a scalable offer. One is for variety. You probably don't want to only do work as a therapist. You might really enjoy teaching. You might have a lot to say. You might really enjoy writing. Maybe you've had a dream of publishing a book for a long time. You might really enjoy public speaking and getting that hit that you get from being in front of an audience and feeling that they're really with you and what you're teaching and seeing the impact you have. These may be things that you really, really enjoy and would love to do. Good therapist conditioning would tell us you shouldn't be doing that. Stay in your lane. You actually should be satisfied with just doing one-to-one work. And if you don't, then you're just like, must not be that great therapist. You probably don't care enough. But I'm here to tell you that that's not true. If you are multi-passionate, if you're multifaceted, and you want to use your skill set and your personhood to create different things outside of the therapy model, there is really no reason why you shouldn't. In fact, if you have the desire for it, then it is for you. You may get a little stumped in terms of like, okay, well, what then do I actually create? And then how do I actually market it and sell it and get people to buy it from me, right? That's like a whole thing. And that's what I cover in Scalable Offers for Therapists. So make sure to stay tuned for that. So if you're craving variety, I think it's really important that you let yourself have it because if you want it, but you're denying yourself that you might start to find that some resentment creeps up into your private practice because you're feeling like you actually want to be spending your time doing something else, but you can't. And that's just not true. If you want to keep your private practice healthy, your work with your private practice clients healthy, 
Give yourself outlets to create in other ways. And my guess is you're going to be so much more effective as a therapist in your private practice. The other really beautiful thing about creating scalable offers is that you can increase your impact. You can literally serve more people in a scalable offer than you could one-to-one. And so if you have a really deep desire to impact the world on a grand scale, this is how you can get started. Again, we can have massive impact by working with people one-on-one when they get better, when they feel better, when they improve their lives, their coping skills, they go out into the world and they impact the people around them. So certainly as a therapist working solely in the traditional model, you already have a huge impact. I want to make that super clear. And if you decide to scale, you can potentially have an even larger impact. Another really great thing about this, for especially for therapists who are concerned about accessibility um, and worry that if they have a high fee that they wouldn't be able to serve certain groups of people, this could really be a way for you to do that. If you decide to charge higher fees for your one-to-one work, which is like the most limited thing you can offer, right? Again, you can only serve one treatment unit at a time. And there are only so many hours in the week that you can do that. There's only so much energy you have. So that is incredibly limited. If you decide that you want that very limited thing in your practice to be um, a higher price so that you can support lower cost scalable offers, that can be a really great way to create a business model that really aligns with your values. You can also use a scalable offer. Um, You can decide, you know what, that's also going to be high ticket because I want to scale back my one-to-one. I would actually like to spend a lot less time working. And so I'm going to focus on making my scalable offer higher ticket so I can reduce the number of hours I'm using to see therapy clients because maybe I'm at a place in my life where I need more of my time back. Maybe I want to spend more time with my family. Maybe I want to travel more and I want more flexibility. Maybe I have an art practice that I want to devote myself to. It really doesn't matter the reason. Whatever reason is important for you is a good enough reason to decide to reduce your work. I was talking with somebody earlier today who is an entrepreneur, and we were just both discussing how it's this really interesting thing that happens where as entrepreneurs, we take on incredible amounts of risk uh, in running our own businesses, but so often we won't take the extra step of making businesses that we would actually want to work in. We feel restricted by uh, outside forces, in our case as therapists, good therapist conditioning, but you've gone through the trouble of creating a business when you literally didn't have to, and it should fulfill your life. It should allow you the ability to live the life that you want. So if you're in a position where you're like, I want to work less, creating a scalable offer could really help you do that. So whether you're thinking of having a high fee or low fee scalable offer, either way, you can increase your impact simply by being able to serve more people. Another really compelling reason to create a scalable offer is to cement your legacy. Now, that might sound very lofty. It might seem a bit odd to think of yourself as somebody who would leave a legacy, or maybe you're really comfortable with that. You're like, hell yeah. Tell me more about how I get to leave a legacy. But when you create a scalable offer, oftentimes what you're doing is you're crystallizing your theory of change. You're pulling together really all of your best ideas and the framework that you've developed over time, whether it's been through working with clients in your therapy practice, the things you find yourself saying or doing over and over again, teaching over and over again, 
or the things you've put into practice in your own life. And oftentimes it's actually a combination of both. The therapists that I know in private practice who are the most successful all have specialties that are near and dear to their hearts. They're typically things that they relate deeply to on a personal level. So not only is the therapist doing their own work in their own lives around this topic and continue to do that work, but they're also helping clients with it. So they have this wealth of information that they can transform into a scalable offer. And again, really cement that theory of change, that methodology. I want you to think of a recent training you've taken or some theory or methodology or approach that you've learned about, something that you maybe really were excited about or you look up to and you think, wow, this is so amazing. Okay, so the person who came up with that literally made it up. Like that name that is so recognizable that you associate with this whole way of working, like someone made that up. You could be that person. You can, you can make up your own thing. I know it sounds really silly, but like that's the truth. I remember when I first started working on Liberated Business and I started calling this thing that I was doing and I was teaching and I had already put into practice in my own life. And it was actually this kind of massive collection of different approaches and practices. And I, I started calling it Liberated Business and I thought it was really odd. I had some imposter syndrome because I was like, who am I to like have a program? Like having a program is one thing, but having like a name that other people also agree to call this, like this is just what I've been doing. But honestly, that has changed over time. And now it's so interesting to hear other people say liberated business as if it's just a given. And of course now it totally is. But it's become this thing that is recognizable, that people know about, that people associate with a particular set of practices and approaches to building a private practice. But it literally started with me just collecting all of my ideas and saying, I'm calling it this. And so when you create a scalable offer, it kind of forces you to be thoughtful about your approach and claim it as something that's yours. I also want to add that it doesn't have to be something that's entirely new. That can be a huge roadblock for therapists. And not just when it comes to creating a scalable offer. I'll see therapists struggle with this when it comes to creating an email list or writing something on social media. They'll feel like, well, what do I have to say about this topic that's really new? What do I have to add to it? What you have to add to it is you. You may have never said this before, or maybe never said it on this scale, or created something that is the collection of all of your best ideas and practices. This has literally never existed before, even if someone else is talking about a similar topic in a similar way. This will be new, and certain people are going to be more receptive to hearing it and receiving it from you than they would be from somebody else. You're probably listening to this right now because there's something about my approach and my style that you really like. I'm not the only business coach for therapists out there. In fact, there are so freaking many, but you're listening to this podcast right now because there's something about the way that I approach this that resonates with you. And that's going to be true for you too when you create your scalable offer. 
There are going to be people who need to receive this from you, who are more open to receiving it from you. If you're a parent, you've probably had the experience of saying something to your kid over and over again, and they're like, yeah, whatever. And then later on, they come to you and they're like, oh my gosh, my friend said this thing and it's so amazing. And you're like, okay, kiddo, like literally I've been saying that forever. Or even as a therapist, y'all, how many times have you had a client come in and be like, oh my God, I just discovered this new thing. Because I maybe because I was listening to a podcast and you're like, I've been saying that to you since we started working together. What the hell? But it's the truth. People need to hear truth coming in all different types of packages. The way that you deliver truth is going to be different than how someone else delivers it. And because of that, you are going to be able to help a different group of people. So rather than getting bogged down and trying to reinvent the wheel, just focus on saying what's important to you and serving the people that you are most suited to serve. Like I said, you already have something that you can share. It's probably the thing that you can't shut up about. And a great thing to get started with is just to write down some of the things that you find yourself saying or doing over and over again, whether that's in your work with clients, with your therapy clients, or it's in your own life. What are the practices that you come back to over and over and over again? Another reason why you should get started with creating your scalable offer right now and not wait until you're smarter or you have another training or you have more years of experience or you're suddenly better at marketing without trying to market at all. Like rather than waiting for some future perfect date, to actually get started on this, I want you to know that you are actually in exactly the right place to start to share this message and create your offer. Again, a huge roadblock for therapists creating their offers is that they think they're not ready yet. They think they need to learn more, be better at it, have more experience, but you may actually lose some of the potency of what you want to create if you wait longer. And here's why. When you're in whatever process you're in right now, you are going to be the most suited to teach and guide people who are only just a few steps behind you. As you become more and more an expert at a certain thing or maybe more healed, and I'm putting that in air quotes, uh, around a certain topic, the more distance you have from that thing, the more challenging it can be for you to actually communicate with people who are at the beginning of that journey. I mean, think about it. When you talk to somebody who's like an expert in something, they start to use a lot of jargon. And if you're not near, if you don't know that jargon, if you're just starting out, you're like, what the hell are you even talking about? Can you break it down for me? And so the interesting thing is that a lot of people think, well, I actually need to become more of an expert in this area. And the reality is that becoming, quote unquote, more of an expert might actually make it harder for you to help the people you most want to help. And so I'm certainly not suggesting that you should create a scalable offer around a concept or around a practice that you're not, uh, I don't know, positioned to teach. I certainly shouldn't mislead people, but I'm saying that you could be not giving yourself the credit that you deserve and getting in your own way in depriving people of the wisdom that you actually have to offer right now. 
So I would encourage you to start right now exactly where you're at, teach to your capacity and know that as time goes on, you continue to grow, you continue to learn, you continue to heal and become more of an expert. You can make more offers that are a reflection of where you're at right now. And in a way you end up leaving sort of this trail of breadcrumbs to people who want to learn what you've learned and have the skill set that you have and create their own version of healing modeled after this methodology that you've created. This is one of the ways that creating a legacy can look. You are going to have this suite of offers over time that are a reflection of an entire journey. It really allows you the freedom and the flexibility to keep on growing and changing, but to never really leave people behind. And so if you wait till you're, I don't know, one or two stages past this, you will have a harder time creating content for people and offers for people that are at those beginning stages. And again, I want you to reflect on some of the people that you most enjoy learning from. Do they tend to be experts who are speaking in a language that you know is sort of related to what you're learning, but there's just so much jargon that you have to look everything up? Or do you really like learning from people that are actually a lot like you? Yeah, maybe they have some of the trappings of where you'd like to go. But you can see how not that long ago they were like you and how you can have your own version of the things that you're admiring about them. I feel like that is how I make my purchases and that's who I like to learn from. Honestly, when someone appears so much an expert that I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if we even speak the same language. That's not a person I typically want to buy from or learn from. And I'm not saying that you at any point would need to kind of hold back from your expertise, especially as you grow and learn and become more proficient. But I am saying that like not being there right now is not a reason to not create what you want because there will be someone now and in the future who will be just the perfect fit to learn from you based on where you are at right now. And in a year from now, when you create the next thing or 10 years from now, when you create something else, there will be people who are at that stage and are so excited to learn from you. So literally, literally, wherever you are on your own path, on your own journey around the topic you'd like to teach on, you are in the perfect spot to create. And you will never be in this particular spot again. So creating something from this place becomes a bit of a time capsule, and there really isn't a way to recapture it later on. I'm not saying that uh, to scare you or anything, but I'm saying that to really show you how special this moment is in your life and how wonderful it would be for you to create something that really encapsulates that for people right now and for folks in the future. So maybe you're hearing this and you're thinking, okay, okay, Felicia, God, fine, I get it. I should make something right now as the person I am. But like, how long is it going to take? And I'm going to be totally honest with you. There's really no way to know. And that's yet again, another reason why you should get started right now. Because when it comes to building a scalable offer, selling it successfully, making money, all of the different things that go into the process, it's a lot of different factors that come into play. 
you may discover the first time around of creating it and launching it that you really need to step up your marketing. You might find out that the pricing you initially chose didn't really work for you. You may find out that you need to really learn how to lean into sales. You may discover that your messaging needs to shift, or maybe your offer was a little too complex and took a lot of energy out of you. And to be honest, because there's no cookie cutter way to do this, you are going to have to discover that to some degree through trial and error. So if you want a future in which you do have a successful scalable offer, the best way to get there is to start right now. And again, when it comes to getting support for that, there's scalable offers for therapists that will be happening this October and November. It's an eight-week intimate mastermind. And during that time, I will take you through the entire process of conceiving of a scalable offer all the way to marketing, selling it, and delivering it in a small group of other therapists like you. I've had people join the group who have had amazing offers that are just dead in the water because they stalled out when it comes to actually marketing and selling it. They got burnt out. It didn't sell well the first time, and now they think, okay, well, that's just it, but they really want to bring it back to life. I've had people come in who are super passionate, but really don't know what they want to create yet. And they use the time to get super clear on what they'd like to create. So no matter where you're at, there is something for you in this program. And I really love it because I teach you an entire process that you can use literally for the rest of your career that you can play on repeat, regardless of the type of offer that you want to make. It's a simple system that works if you work it. So stay tuned because the waitlist for scalable offers for therapists will be opening on September 4th and the cart will open to people on the waitlist first. It's super limited. So make sure you're following me so you will know when it opens up and you can sign up. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you're feeling encouraged about creating your scalable offers or bringing one that's been languishing back to life. You can do it. You're the perfect person to do it. Make sure to tune in again next week to join me for another episode on how you can scale your business so you can start earning more money, get some of your time back, and have a much bigger impact in the world. See you next week. That's all today for The Bad Therapist Show. Thanks so much for hanging with me. I hope you got some gems that you can start using right away in your own business so that you can break out of good therapist conditioning and build the business that you want. If you've gotten something out of this episode, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with one of your good therapist friends who really needs to hear it. And while you're at it, please consider leaving a rating and or review so that we can change not just our individual businesses, but transform the mental health system that got us here in the first place. Thank you so much. I'll see you next week for more private practice and coaching tips. Remember, bad therapists make the best therapists.